Amen. All right, back to the book of Philippians, chapter number 4. And uh, I love the book of Philippians, and I can't really get into all the reasons why I do. It's just one of my favorite books. And if you were to look in my Bible, uh, the pages are uh, all uh, torn to pieces and, uh, and uh, all uh, inked up. I tell people, show me, your, show me your ink. And when I mean that, it's like your ink in your Bibles uh, as you read and mark those things up. And uh, anymore, they're getting smeared and, and everything else. And so I spent a lot of time uh, in uh, the epistles of Paul. I remember even as a teenager trying to remember uh, you know, the order, and uh, I, I thought General Electric Power Company, uh, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, uh, and that's how I remembered it as a kid, uh, and, and to be uh, frank, I've spent uh, probably the most time uh, in my own uh, personal reading uh, in things like the book of Proverbs, uh, in Paul's epistles, uh, because they're so practical. Um, I, I like Bible prophecy, um, you know, when you think of all that God reveals that he's going to do. Um, uh, it's interesting. Um, there's a, a lot of uh, um, gray areas and stuff and debates and people, even now, um, since I believe we're in the end times, people, people get caught up in all of that. But, you know, um, a lot of that's out of our control. Uh, well, all of it is. Um, God's in control of that. And uh, then I think to the past of, you know, all the symbolism in the Bible, you know, the, uh, when God built an ark, he used all these different materials and, and it means stuff. And, uh, and when you look at the tabernacle, uh, every little piece or just the, uh, the, um, the mitre uh, and the, 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 I say outfit or whatever, but the clothes that the priests would wear, every little jewel and every little stitch uh, had a specific meaning. But uh, all the meaning uh, that was in uh, the priest's clothes uh, really doesn't, in a, in a practical way, help me as a Christian in 2021 in just trying to live for the Lord each and every day. And so that's why I love the very practical uh, spots in the Bible uh, that God has given us. Uh, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable uh, for doctrine and correction, etc., uh, but uh, I love uh, these, these letters. And the church at Philippi um, suffered great persecution. Uh, we won't talk much about that because we have in recent weeks. Uh, but they were, um, they were a, a worrying bunch. They were filled with anxiety. And they, were, they were anxious about um, the time they lived, being a Christian then. Uh, and, and we know that it caused... Um, issues in the church, fear, um, infightings, uh, there was some disunity, uh, and Paul was writing to them from jail. Uh, he's locked up, uh, and uh, in fact, he said uh, in, in chapter number one uh, that he was torn between, uh, you know, being in jail with, poss- with death possibly being, you know, uh, the road that he was on. He was torn between being in heaven, which he knew was far better, uh, and then being here, uh, which was better for for us. Specifically in its context, he's saying better for you, Philippi, church at at Philippi, in chapter number 2, verse number 23. He says, for I'm uh, at a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. Uh, He wanted to go and see them. He wanted to encourage them and and to let them know uh, that they should have 
joy in rejoicing. He says in verse 26 of chapter number one that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Uh, and he said, I just want to find out and hear uh, that you're striving together with one mind for the faith of the gospel. Uh, you need to stick together. Um, you need to, to keep going forward uh, and pressing towards the mark. And, and he had laid out uh, his, his heart and his mindset and, uh, and, and asked and prayed that they would grow and abound in love and, uh, and uh, be of the same mind uh, with him. Uh, and, uh, and even in the same conflict, he, he referred to people as fellow prisoners uh, or we as Christians uh, were crucified with Christ. Uh, there is a there is a um, uh, a unity that we have uh, a participation, if you will, in those things. We're all part of that. Chapter number two, verse one. He says that there be therefore any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love. Uh, he says, fulfill my joy uh, that you would be like minded, and again with one accord and of one mind. And it's like don't let anything be done. With, with strife and vainglory and, and no murmurings and complaining uh, and, uh, and just uh, have a, a, the, mi- the mind that needs to be in you uh, is the mind that was in Christ Jesus who suffered, uh, and, but he suffered willingly. Uh, and, uh, and then in chapter number two, uh, he's, he's, he's explaining to them that to live this way uh, is difficult and that they would want to do it um, but it would be hard. Uh, in verse number 13, for it is God which worketh in you, chapter number 2, uh, verse 13, it's God that worketh in you to both will and to do his good pleasure. Uh, like we would, he's saying, we don't even really, we don't even want to do right if, it, if it's not for God helping us to, to want to do right. Um, elsewhere, Paul says, you know, things you want to do, you don't do. Uh, and uh, the, sp- the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And we've got to put our flesh under subjection. He says, it's going to be hard for you, uh, church, uh, and to live for, for Christ right now. Uh, and, but you've got to uh, strive to do so uh, and, uh, and ask God uh, to, to help you along the way and, uh, and, uh, and to do everything, verse 14, without murmurings and disputings. Uh, that you may be blameless and harmless. And uh, we have a testimony to maintain uh, before Christ. And he sent Timothy there uh, and uh, because no man would care for them like Timothy would. I mean, it's like uh, Paul says, I love you and I want to be there. And I can't be because I'm in jail uh, for preaching the, the gospel. And, uh, and I'm going to send Timothy uh, to uh, to help you and, uh, and uh, because um, you're, you're just, you just you need it. Every man is looking after uh, their own cares uh, and their own state. Uh, in verse number 20 of chapter number 2, it says, For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for you, for all seek their own and not the things which are Jesus Christ. And I really feel uh, that that's where um, a lot of Christians are today. Um, we are, we're concerned about, um, you know, prices and stuff and um, having, you know, um, we're, we look at quality of life issues and just just all the the the, the stuff. And we're we're uh, you know there's that expression get what you can and can what you get. Uh, we just gotta we gotta bring it in and not be wasteful. And I've seen people uh, in looking at 
um, you know, recessions and, and stuff like that uh, to where now we know why, uh, you know, grandma used to save her aluminum foil and, uh, and, uh, and they'd be resourceful and do all that because when, uh, when you have little, uh, you, have, you have to be resourceful and be creative. And, uh, and people, are, people are doing that uh, and, uh, and Christians are doing that too. Now, we know that God is uh, a God who provides and we know that he knows our needs before we even ask him. Uh, we know that he won't suffer his children to, uh, to be hungry, etc. We know the promises that God gives us uh, in his word, uh, but, but we still have concern. And we still uh, like to worry because when we worry, it's like we're doing something. Uh, we're, it's like we're participating uh, in whatever peril uh, it is. And, uh, and, uh, but God's told us in his word not to do that. And so we're seeking uh, our own. And, uh, and he sent somebody to look, at, uh, look after them. And then chapter number three, the first part, he says, Finally, my brethren, in verse number one, rejoice in the Lord. He, it's a theme that he says time and again. Uh, You've got to rejoice. You've got to have joy. Uh, in, in the Lord. And, uh, and then he lists out kind of, you know, who he is and, and, and his pedigree, if you will. Uh, and, uh, but he says the most important thing is to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Uh, and, and, uh, and to just seek after him and press towards the mark. And he knew he was going to go to heaven. Uh, he knew he was saved. Uh, but he, he says, we got to live uh, like we like we like we don't have uh, that apprehension, uh, and and just to press forward and to keep and to keep on going uh, in in short order. He's basically saying we can't we can't rest on our laurels. Uh, you can't you can't stop moving. Uh, and uh, and then gave them some bad examples of people whose God uh, God is their belly and uh, to avoid them. And then he gets into chapter four. Uh, where, where he says, Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, long for my joy and crown. Uh, he loved the people of God. They were his crown and his glory. Wasn't, uh, wasn't the, you know, the, the churches. They didn't really meet in church facilities. They met in homes and uh, in the woods and uh, all over the different places. There were a lot of uh, assemblies uh, that were um, smaller assemblies. In fact, um, you know, like the book of Romans was written to two small little church, uh, house churches uh, in the city of Rome. Uh, and then we, we, the most theological book, uh, in my opinion, in the New Testament, in particular about salvation, uh, was just written to a couple small little church plants. Uh, and then we read about them. And, but they had this, the church at Philippi, they loved God and they were serving Him and they had a testimony. But one of their other testimonies that they had was one of defeatism, uh, worry warts. Um, uh, you know, just, um, and, and we don't know what, what was going on, uh, but he says in verse number two, he says, I beseech Iodias uh, and Syntyche uh, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. Uh, and, and I entreat thee also, uh, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me uh, in the gospel, so with Clement. So these ladies were co-laborers with Paul at some point. Uh, we don't know what they, what they did uh, it specifically, and we don't know what the problem was, but we, what we do know was a very public problem. Um, these, two, this, these two ladies uh, were having it out over whatever issue, 
it, it was probably it was probably a seat. You know, you took my parking spot. Uh, you know, my seat. No, that's my crock pot. No, that's that's my crock pot. Whatever it is, they are publicly at odds with with one another. It, that Paul hears about it in his jail cell, uh, and uh, and he and he says, "Hey, ladies, you just need to get along, uh, and uh, and have." Uh, they were defeated and fighting, uh, and it was just a struggle. And then he gets into like it almost it almost seems impossible at this point. What he says uh, coming up next in verse number four, which was our text, he says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." And again, I say rejoice. Now, um, I, anything that's repeated in the Bible, we should, we should take a, a good hard look at. So not only does he say we need to have rejoicing, uh, but he says, and again I say rejoice. It's, it's, it's something that we should do all, always. And so as I look at this passage, uh, and, uh, and, and, and God kind of uh, lays it out in so many ways, there's like a hundred different ways you could preach, uh, the, the last part uh, of, of chapter uh, number four, or all of chapter number four, um, we can focus in on, uh, on right, the right kind of praying that we ought to do, um, which we will a little bit here in, in a few minutes. Uh, but, but then God talks about the right kind of thinking. Um, when we, I, I would refer to things as stinking thinking, uh, and uh, we, just, we just get that, you know, pouty lips, and we're just always down, uh, stinking thinking, and uh, always, th- we, our minds go to that. We sang count your many blessings during Sunday school this morning. Um, we are blessed. We, we have so much to be thankful for. And, and even still, with all the whatever, the, how things are going on in the world and, and all the craziness, um, we're still blessed. Uh, to, 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 to live where we live, uh, and I was encouraged at our men's retreat, the, um, uh, Brother Schwanke just kind of encouraged in the men, 23 churches, I think it was 23, might be 21, uh, and uh, but anyways, 20-some churches, where he's encouraging uh, these, these men to stay, um, it, you know, stay in, in the blue state. You know, stay, yes, but this is where God has you. Uh, and uh, and, uh, and I, I appreciated that because what we, we have is, is way too much stinking thinking um, and, and complaining. Uh, and, and I'm guilty of it. In fact, I'm, again, you know, most weeks I'm preaching, this is a message that God's given to me that he, is, that he has beat me up with uh, and, uh, and where he's dealing with me. Uh, and then I just feel like, Misery loves company, uh, and uh, and so as God deals with me, I say, here's how, here's what God's doing with me. Here's what it says, and maybe it'll help you, maybe not. Um, but but I know that um, that I look at everything, uh, and and I focus in on that, and then I forget, or I don't notice, I don't see all the good things, um, and 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 that's just our nature. Uh, and God, knowing that was their nature at Philippi, he says, you know what? Um, you, need to, you need to pray the right way. You need to think the right way. And whenever you start stinking thinking, and he gives them a list of stuff as a guideline to do that. Uh, and then he deals with, uh, with uh, right living. He said, the things that you see and have heard, verse number uh, nine, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. 
so rejoicing. He's, he's, he's from a jail cell. He's telling them to rejoice. And, and when I think of thanks living, I want you to have a great week. I want you to have a great you know, Thursday and enjoy whatever it is that you, know, uh, you, know, you, would, you would have at Thanksgiving dinner uh, and whatever your traditions are. Uh, and, uh, but what's going to be hard this year, it's not the, you know, the price of turkeys. It's, it's, just, it's just being able to stop focusing on all the junk and, 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 and be thankful with your family. Um, because because in running in the background of Thanksgiving dinner is the trouble at work or the possibility of, of losing that job and do I get the shot, do I not get the shot, you know, is the this, that, and the other. And, you know, I was thankful this week for, uh, you know, the uh, in Kenosha for that hearing of the court proceedings to be done and, and, uh, and to not get into all of that. I'm thankful for what the, the outcome was. But you also know, as sure as that gets the, the conclusion that things will fall apart. So we've seen it all across the country and people, you know, st- you know they're p- protesting uh, by stealing expensive purses and jewelry. Uh, and it's, it's absolute crazy. Not, and all of that's running in the, in the background uh, of, 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 of having a thankful heart and thanking God. Uh, and, uh, and, and I know that's, that's with me, and you've got, to kind of, you've got to kind of be dead to it in a way. You've got to shut it out uh, and to focus on, uh, on the right types of things. So Paul tells them, rejoice. And it's not this kind of fake, put a smile on. Uh, it's the understanding that we serve a God who rules everything, uh, everywhere, uh, and, uh, and that's so we should, we should have joy. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. It, 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 none, of, none of those things uh, matter uh, at all. Uh, every, every experience, every circumstance, everything that's going on in our life around us, God says we're supposed to rejoice. And if, you've, and if you forget, he says, and again I say rejoice. Uh, so think about your spirit and your attitude. Um, you know, if somebody comes up to you and says, you know, hey, how are, you, know, how are you doing? And, 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 you, and you just want to say, I'm not doing too good. Uh, and let me, you know, uh, and here's why. And, uh, and, uh, and we want to point out all the bad things. You know what we ought to do? Uh, in fact, I'm just going to challenge you all to do that this week. Is that whenever you hear another one of our church members, if you ask them how they're doing uh, and they start complaining, just stop them. Say, well, time out. Uh, tell me something good that's happening. Give me two positive things to, your, to every negative. Uh, and uh, because we've got to force ourselves to, to do so. And, and, uh, and the reason I know that's true is that whenever, like tonight, we're going to have testimony time. Um, and in part with Thanksgiving uh, testimonies coming off of the men's retreat. I'd like to know if God spoke to your heart and, and doing that. But whenever we, whenever we have those, we just kind of like... Like, you know, and, and, if, and if I was a visitor, I'd wonder if God's blessing any of these people. Like, you know, it's like, you know, they can't be, you know, thankful or whatever. What's God doing? And, uh, and to really think about it, but to rejoice. Some of you have got terrible circumstances. Um, and, uh, but God says you're supposed to have joy and to rejoice. Uh, and uh, despite uh, all of them, and God knows exactly, and um, some of the circumstances, not all of them, 
but some of the circumstances in our life, God's ordaining them and he's doing and he's, he's, he's molding and shaping us. Uh, Why well, I say not all of them, because some of the things that go on in our life are the natural consequences of, uh, of our decisions. Uh, and, and so, um, uh, and again, God can work all things together for good and he can take the stuff that we, you know, we mess up on uh, and, uh, and can you know, turn it uh, to his glory and for your good. Um, but but um, some of the things that God's allowing in your life and in my life, they're there for a purpose. Uh, and that's why God says we're to be thankful elsewhere in the Bible in all things, uh, and no matter what they are. But here's another thought, a practical one from this passage that I think we, um, we apply it. There's application in several different ways. Uh, but let's read verse number five. Bible says, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Now, when we think of moderation, um, let's take in the you know, uh, context of food, right? Uh, you should be able to eat what you want to eat in moderation. So we eat a lot. Uh, like uh, me, for example, um, yesterday I had two McRib sandwiches. And, uh, and uh, I was just kind of like, I was driving by, and I'm like, I know I'd seen that commercial, and they're back. And, uh, and so uh, I, I'm going to have one. I talked myself out of it a couple of times uh, and then into it. And, I, and then I was in the, in the drive-thru forever because it was big, long lines, and then it said two for $6. And so I know I don't need two, but I'm getting two. <laughs> and so I had me two, two McRibs and some fries and a Diet, a diet Coke. <laughs> And, uh, and uh, but, but we think of moderate, it's like, okay, you can, excess is two. Moderation is half of one, maybe. Uh, and uh, so we think of moderation like little, uh, not a lot, uh, excess versus whatever. We also think of moderation as to um, uh, the state of our mind. Uh, and uh, that it should be, we shouldn't be, uh, and again, there's a context because God is saying to be careful for nothing, to not be anxious. So, so it's obvious that we would look at moderation from that standpoint, uh, a, a, a temperance of mind, a stableness uh, that's there. And, and, uh, and, and it always drives me crazy when people who want to justify uh, alcoholism and drinking, where they're like, the Bible says, you know, uh, be not drunk with wine, we're in his excess. So he says, don't be really drunk. Uh, and he says, let your moderation be known to all men. And I'm like, like, uh, like, who's your pastor? <laughs> uh, where did you learn that? Uh, it, it's not, you know, even if, even if that was applied to that, you don't be like, hey, I don't drink as much as other people. I, I'm, I'm a moderate drinker, and so you're supposed to let the whole world know. Uh, and it makes zero sense. So that's not what it is. Uh, but what moderation is in this instance here uh, is they are living... In a very difficult time, everybody's out to get them. Uh, it's legit persecution. Uh, it is not a good time to be. Uh, it's a great. It was a great time to be a Christian. I mean, when you think of uh, of, of of living in a time where things were just real and uh, and God was just doing, that would be the great uh, great time to be. But it would be also a very dangerous time to live. So all the things were happening to them at that time as Christians. Uh, and he says, you rejoice always, and again I say rejoice, 
every, in every circumstance, everything that you're in. And he says, and let your moderation be known. See, uh, they were to spread the gospel, reach people with the gospel of Christ, to share their faith. God was working uh, in, uh, in those local churches and people were coming to Christ. So let your moderation, if you're to look the word, that word moderation up in this, in this verse, it, you can't really come up with a clear answer from anyone as to the definition of that word, like this is the absolute, this is absolutely what this word means, because the problem was there wasn't an, there wasn't an English word um, as the translators were. This is the this is the best word, English word, uh, and under inspiration that they could write, and that's what they wrote. Uh, and uh, and so, but what it, but it, what it means is a number of things. So this particular verse means that we're to be to let our moderation, our patience, our, our kindness. Uh, it means uh, gentleness. Elsewhere, Paul talks about uh, how he dealt with them, like gentle, like a nurse would. Uh, there, it, it, it means to, um, uh, to be kind and, and, to, and to, to love and to do and to not, and to not really... It's about, it's about being merciful. He's saying these people, these people are gonna, they're going to be trying to get you and all these things. He says, let your moderation be known to all men. Kindness, it was an outward thing. He says, you make your acts, what you do, your moderation known to all men and your prayers known to God. That's what he's saying. And, and when I say I really need this, this week, because, because letting my moderation be known to all men is really not what I want to do. I want to let them have it. I want to, I want to tell people who, who seem to not be able to, you know, employ common sense, um, how, how I feel about them. Uh, I, I, I want to... Uh, I want to point out, and in, in, in it's, in it's uh, every single one of us, if you're on social media, you're a Pulitzer Prize you know, winning author. Uh, like, we think everybody in the world wants to know what we're thinking and that we've got to tell everybody. And it is a constant, constant struggle uh, for me. And for every, everything that I put on social media, there is 50 that I don't. And in uh, <laughs> most and most of those are because my wife's like, don't you dare, you know, don't you put that. My wife plays the Holy Spirit on that, and it is a praise God, and I know that it is. And uh, but but the but the the opposite is what we need to do. When and and by the way, it says the Lord is at hand, can mean two different things. We know that the Lord's coming back, so we think. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice, uh, and to let our moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. The Lord could come back. The Lord's in control. The Lord has got this. God is, uh, but but it also could mean the you know, letting your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Is that God can help can help me to do this, to to let moderation be known. And so what people need, what people need more than my rebuke is my moderation more of a long suffering more of a kindness 
more of a, of a mercy. When you think about God, God is a just God and a holy God, and He judges sin. And He is a righteous judge, but He is also filled with mercy, and He is filled with grace. And so He can, he can hammer down when He wants to because He's God, uh, but He can also draw us close to Him and, uh, and comfort us. Uh, and, uh, and through His grace and His mercy, He says it's renewed every morning. And we know we're supposed to be more like Him uh, than like how we are. And so it's let your moderation be known to all men. Uh, it's like you purposefully go out of your way to let it be known, uh, uh, kindnesses and graciousness uh, in two people. Uh, and it's like we don't have, we don't have to always share um, the thoughts that we have. Uh, in fact, I mean, most of those media things, like, what are you thinking? <laughs> like, and they want you to share what you're thinking. And, and we just, honestly, we'd have to, uh, we have to do less of that. Because really where we should be is like, we should be like, you know, uh, uh, you know the, this is crazy and, and all the protests and whatever. And, and, and people are uh, uh, appropriating, you know, whatever uh, racism to everything. And now what it's doing is like, like things that are racist for real people. It's like crying wolf. And, uh, and, and you look at the stuff that people say and you shake your head and you, and you just want to tell them, you know, you're, it's wicked and evil and, and wrong and whatever. But then, but then you read verses like this and it's like you got to let your moderation be known. And it's not like this. You, you don't like you're an idiot, but Jesus loves you. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. It's not like you got to get your shot in and then, and, and then show them some kind of kindness. It's just really to let it be known. If you're rejoicing in every circumstances, then that means that we can, we can have joy uh, in the middle of the, the, the news cycle that we have right now. God says to do that uh, and uh, to let our moderation be known uh, to all men. Uh, every, every occasion, all the time, it means kindness, it means mercy, it means, uh, it means a, a reasonableness in dealings. That's what moderation means. A reasonableness. See, as sinners, uh, we talked about this even recently. Sinners act like sinners. And, and, and if it weren't for the grace of God in your life, you'd be doing the exact same thing. In fact, a lot of times you want to and you don't for a number of different reasons. Uh, and you've got to put your flesh under subjection. You've got to say no. And you've got to uh, ask God for strength. And, uh, and uh, again, to will is present, but the flesh is weak. And there's a, there's a battle raging within you all the time. Uh, and then when we look at uh, somebody who, uh, some politician who says something nonsensical, we, uh, we get all raged up. But God says we're supposed to have joy. And, and, and that joy... Is is the is the root of that moderation? If I if I'm if I'm sad and discouraged and depressed, a whole lot of goodness doesn't come out of my mouth. It's always it's always uh you know whatever and and uh, and this address. So um, but when but when there's joy, that next part is a whole lot easier to do that. Then he says, uh, "Be careful for nothing." But in everything, by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. So it's all together. He says, do these things and then be anxious, be careful. Like, you think of it this way, that care, 
this kind of care and prayer are it's like it's like oil and water. We when we pray, it has to come from a spirit of thanksgiving, uh, and in one of trust in God. Uh, otherwise, it's it's completely ineffective prayer. It's it's hard to be thankful and bitter at the same time. So that's why he says. When you have stinking thinking, and he goes, finally, brethren, what sort of things are true, and what sort of things are honest, what sort of things are just, pure, lovely, of good report, he says, think on these things. And so when you're sitting around the Thanksgiving uh, table uh, on Thursday or whatever, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, and, uh, and, and, you, and, and it's kind of like somebody's going to go, oh, did you, did, you, did you hear what Biden said today? And, and then we've got to be like, no, I didn't, and we're not going to talk about it. We're going to, and you might even quote <laughs> this verse and say, we're going to think about good things today. And we're going to be thankful. In fact, let's, let's all stop and pray uh, that, uh, that, pres- that our president has a wonderful Thanksgiving. I pray that he comes to know Jesus. Exactly. He needs the Lord. Uh, and, uh, and so, but when we do that kind of, when we do that kind of thing in our life, uh, it, 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 it helps, it'll help you. And so to be careful for nothing but in everything, that, that, that means your, you know, your positive COVID test. Uh, that, means, that means the pink slip from work. Uh, that, it, whatever it is, to, to be rejoicing. Um, I've been complaining uh, a tad bit uh, about my own, you know, health and in, uh, in different things, and uh, and uh, and so it was. Uh, um, I guess after uh, being up all night or whatever, uh, I was tired and kind of whiny. You, you ever get that way? Uh, and uh, and boys, everything was just aching. All this stuff, this the got to have the surgery, the different stuff, and it's like I'm like I'm like forty, I'm forty eight, and I feel like I'm you know, I'll go really high, one hundred and eight. And I was like, man, I, like, think of all the arthritis and all the, the whatever that I got to look forward to. And I was just thinking about it. It's like, I'm just laying in bed thinking, like, it's not going to get any better than this. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, but then, but then um, the next day and, uh, and just uh, went back down to the, uh, to the meeting and listened to the messages and uh, spent some time after that doing uh, some other things and uh, some reading and and preparation and prayer, and it's kind of like, you know, okay, to be thankful and to rejoice or whatever, and, and even with, you know, again, I, even my complaint about that, people, there are people in here that got a whole lot more serious health issues than I have, um, but you understand, when it's, yours are, yours are always worse than everybody else's, okay, I mean, I guess this is what we think. And, uh, but, but God, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to have joy and rejoice. And, uh, but even thinking about that, when, when you have joy, isn't there like chemicals like dopamine, um, other kind of anti-inflammatory like things that your body does, uh, you know, when, when you, when you have happiness, and, uh, and so, you know, I can, I can be thinking, okay, I need to take turmeric, and I got this, people do this, whatever, I'm relief factor, and, uh, and I got all this difference. I'm, I'm eating so many vitamins right now, I don't need, I'm too full to eat Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. 
and uh, and uh, and so 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 I was uh, you know I'm just thinking you know the best the best remedy is joy. Um, a merry heart doeth good like medicine. And and if we just stop stinking thinking. And, and, and we rejoice always in all things, and we're thankful. We let our, and, and with prayer and supplication, thanksgiving, uh, God, thank you. And, and God, you're so good. And here's, and here's why. Uh, it, so in, uh, and like even right now, like right now, um, I don't have any pain. You know, it's, it's when, when we're, we're not engaged in, uh, in uh, our work and in, in what's important and, and whatever, and where you're just sitting, you're alone, and you start thinking, thinking. And then physical pain or emotional pain or all the different things come swooping in. So what do you need to do this Thanksgiving? Um, I think we just need to do this. Because surrounding Thanksgiving this, this year, like last year, is, is so much crazy turmoil nonsense, whatever, that if, if we, if, uh, I would just challenge you just to try to turn off the news this week uh, and, uh, and spend more time in the book and, uh, and focus on, just write down. Um, if, if, I say, if I would say, write down all the things you're not happy about right now, everybody would run out of ink. It's just, but, but just like, here's how, here's how God is good. And I got grandbabies coming and just on and on and on. I could, I could go on, on, on a list. God is so good. There's no reason not to rejoice. Uh, and, uh, and maybe even the more aches and the more pains just makes heaven uh, seem a whole lot uh, better. Amen. And, uh, and looking for Lord, come quickly. And, uh, you know, and, uh, but, but I'm just going to rejoice. I'm going to do better about complaining and, and not letting... Uh, you know, I need to let my moderation be known. Maybe, maybe more communication as to how uh, loving God is and how kind is and how God wants to save people or whatever uh, instead of just letting people have it um, with, with my own whatever. Uh, and um, because the Lord is at hand and he's coming back and we've got, um, we're living in difficult times but the best time uh, to win, to be, to be an end time Christian and to, and to be able to share the gospel with people and see people saved uh, and to live and to have a testimony and let our light shine and let, let these verses uh, get a hold of our hearts and uh, in, it, in, it, in, in our behavior uh, is, an, is an example of, of, of what God has said and done uh, in our lives. I think one of the greatest privileges uh, that we have uh, as Christians. And so I want to challenge you this, this Thanksgiving to be happy, to rejoice, to share with people moderation. Uncle Joe uh, says, uh, I, this is what I voted for. Here's, who I, here's what I think. Uh, don't just, you know, throw your dinner fork across the table at them. <laughs> Let your moderation be known. And just, you know, and, and be, you know, be kind and gentle uh, and non-reactionary. Uh, and, uh, and then God says the peace of God will come in. Yes. And, uh, and we always think like you do A, then B comes. It's all kind of part of it. And uh, in, in your hearts and your minds. That's what we need. We need peace of heart and mind. Uh, and, and so I hope that you, uh, you'll do those things. This, I'm going to do it. I hope that you do it as well. Let's all stand.
uh, today and, and maybe commit to God. Uh, you're going to be thankful. It's Thanksgiving, but you're going to do some thanks living this week and, and follow the, the words that he has given us through the Apostle Paul uh, to rejoice uh, and, uh, and to not worry and to be thankful and to pray uh, and have peace of heart and mind. And I know many of us need it uh, and we can have it uh, if we obey the Lord in these areas. And uh, so I hope that you pray today and ask God to help you with it. As the panel begins to play, if God spoke into your heart, I just say, God, I need, I need to rejoice. Life's been kind of difficult and tough and, and, uh, and I, need, I need your touch. But more than your grace and help, I just need, I just need to put my chin up and be thankful and rejoice.